Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And on this episode, we are going to recap our experience at the Mike concert that we went to this past weekend in Dallas. And we're just going to kind of talk about our experience and what it was like being alcohol-free at the concert and just all of the best moments from this experience. (laughs) It was so great. We had been looking forward to this for so long, and I feel like it fully lived up to the expectations. I like feel like high after the concert, you know, and yeah, it was just such a good experience. So I'm really excited to kind of share what that was like going to the concert without drinking and how we think that benefited us and also the exciting news. Yeah. Okay. Let's just get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think it it totally exceeded my expectations. I think we were like definitely stunned by how much it exceeded our expectations and did not properly know how to handle ourselves. (laughs) I know. We just like kept looking at each other throughout the concert or like even before the show and we were like, oh my God, like I cannot believe this. So if you don't know, we had VIP tickets for this experience, which was really cool because it allowed us to get into the show a little bit early, but it also gave us the opportunity to see Mike do his sound check and then do a Q&A with him. Um, and he ended up literally standing directly in front of me and Jessica during when he was signing autographs and stuff. So we ended up front row center the entire concert and it just was everything. I have never been front row at a concert. Have you? No, never. Oh, um, well. The closest I've ever been is when we, you and I went to Wiz Khalifa and I feel like we got somewhat close, but not anywhere to know where this experience yeah. was. Yeah. Actually, I guess my last experience being front row at a concert was the Jonas Brothers concert. And <laughs> it wasn't, it was like seated tickets. So we had like front oh, yeah. row seats. Whereas this situation, it worked out because right when Mike came out to do his sound check, We had already like got ourselves situated into the concert venue. We had gone to the bathroom. We had gotten our non-alcoholic beers. Everybody else was like playing beer pong, kind of hanging out. And as soon as he came out for the sound check, we like beelined to the very front Mm -hmm. center and we did not leave that spot once we got there. And it just, oh my God, it was so cool. Yeah. So when I heard him come out and he was like, hey, how are you to everybody, right? And they like weren't paying attention. I I did not expect us to stay there the entire time, but I was like, we got to be in the front for at least this. Mm -hmm. Like when there's the least amount of people in here because it was only the VIPs in there at the time. I was like, we got to get there now. And I literally had no expectation that we would be there until 1130 at night Um, (laughs) in that same spot. Yeah. Like we were like, as soon as we realized how close we were, we were like, we're not leaving. Like we're not moving. And I actually, I think it was really cool being front row because it seemed like everybody around us that was also front row was kind of in that same sort of mindset. And I feel like we were like in it together. So even when people would like come like pushing through the crowd, trying to get up front, we all just kind of like held our ground, had each other's backs and we're like, no, like you're not fucking getting through. (laughs) So it was great. And I'm glad that we were sober for this experience too, because had I been drinking, I would have had a pee about Mm -hmm. 800 times. Um, We also probably would have been running back to the bar to like get our drinks. 
And also, I probably would have been a little bit more confrontational um, and a little bit like less okay with people trying to shove their way through because <laughs> there were a couple instances where I had to like turn around and be like, hey, like just don't push into us. Like that, we just don't want you shoving into us. Um, <laughs> For the record, I just want to relive that moment a little bit. So these two girls came up behind us and were like, shoving their way through the crowd to try to get up front and they came up behind Haley and I unfortunately for their luck they came up on two women who were not gonna let them through and I looked back at them because I felt them shove me and I was like oh hell no that's exactly what I said to her I turned around I was like oh hell no and then she just like looked at me like with these big eyes and then Haley turns around and goes we just don't want you pushing us. You can stay there, but you just don't want you to shove us. And I was like, this is exactly our friendship. Like, I'm like, fuck no. And Haley's like, let me explain it. Like, it's <laughs> like, okay. You're, you're well, so sweet. And I love that about you. I feel and like I'm definitely the confrontational one. Yeah, for sure. But even like there was a guy behind us too. And he was like, hell no, like when they did come shoving through. So I knew mm -hmm. that it wasn't only us. And I'm like, it's fine if you want to stand here for the show. But just nobody else was pushing me. Like, I don't want you here if you're going to be like shoving me. Like, this is not the experience that I wanted. Um, But yeah, okay, wait. So let's go back to the VIP experience before the concert starts when Mike is signing autographs because oh my God. we are like right on the the rail and he is like standing on a little podium. Like I'm not fucking kidding you right in front of me and Jessica. And like, so, so yeah. when he, when he was on stage still and he was like, I'm going to come down there, you guys. And he like pointed down towards us. I was like, there's no way he's going to come in front of us. Right. And then he like comes down and I remember he was like, I'm going to come right there. And he like points at you and I, and I remember we, like, looked at each other in this, like, panic. Like, what? <laughs> and then he literally comes right up there. And I swear to God, that is the most awkward I think you and I have ever been in our entire lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we were both like, I feel like I can't just stare up at him this whole time, you know? And then also everybody else is trying to get their autographs and, like, talking to him. And so we're just standing there. But we're, like, we're not moving. Like, this is this is fucking unreal. Um, yeah. And I, like, I, I was so nervous. To say. Exactly. Like going into this experience, I was like, if I meet him, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like no clue. So it gave me some time to kind of figure out like my in with like what to say, you know. So the girl next to us, she was showing him a tattoo that she got that says up again, which Jessica also just got that tattoo. I did get that tattoo and I love it. Yes. I actually haven't even seen it yet. You never sent me the photo when you got home. Um, yeah. That's because it's covered still with like that fake skin stuff. And so it kind of like looks gross and weird. So I'll take a picture for you and send it to you and I'll post it to Instagram as soon as it's pretty. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the girl next to us was showing her the tattoo and then I was like, do you have any of your lyrics tattooed on you? And so then he starts showing me all of his fucking tattoos. And I'm like, well, this is cool. And then, <laughs> um, and then somebody else mentioned something about a podcast. Like, I don't know if they were asking him about his podcast or what the question was. But the whole time I was like, I really want to ask him to come on the podcast 
but I don't want to be fucking weird about it. So when somebody else made a comment about the podcast, I think I said, so do you ever go on other people's shows like as a guest? And I don't know then how the conversation moved (laughs) forward, but he was like, he said yes to coming on our podcast and gave us the email to contact to schedule it. So fingers crossed, if you're listening and you DM Mike, say, hey, go on Social Soul Podcast. Yes, please. Please push us. Yes. Um, (laughs) Most epic thing in my life. And I can't believe that he said that he would do it. And I can't wait for that episode. Like, yeah, it's going to be great. So the whole time he was standing there before you asked him about the podcast stuff, I was trying to think of how do I ask him if I can touch him? That's literally the only thing that was going through my head. I'm like, is there anything I could say that will make me not seem like a creep (laughs) so I can touch him? (laughs) Because I'm like, literally, I could have just reached out and just like touched him anywhere. Could have just had your hand on his thigh. (laughs) His freaking dick was basically in my face. It was. (laughs) literally you're like right in front of his crotch like hello I'm like what do I do with my hands I need to go somewhere I don't know (laughs) that was great but that was literally I'm like I don't know what to do right now I don't know what to say I just want to like touch you just to say that I've touched you (laughs) because you're amazing but that sounds weird and I don't know how to ask that (laughs) so um Haley held the team on the conversation with him because I was just I didn't know what the fuck was happening (laughs) (laughs) well and then afterwards after he left we just both looked at each other in total fucking disbelief and we were like did that really just happen (laughs) I can't believe it oh my god so yeah and then I felt like because of all of that I was like stunned even more for like the rest of the show and I felt like I was just like going back to like the fact that he was literally right there and I like couldn't even like properly enjoy the rest of the concert because I was like so stuck in that moment. (sighs) But I will say because of how amazing of an experience we had. So Haley and I are going to the Seattle show too um, and Dustin's coming with us, which is awesome. I will say I think – I'm going to have so much fun at the Seattle show because I like know that we already had like our awesome freaking experience with him and I feel like it's going to be so laid back and I'm just going to be able to just sing and dance and just love every second of it and not worry about like getting that like amazing experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole show I just kept taking in the moment because we have listened to his music for so long, but also like all of his music videos and the short clips that he releases on Instagram and TikTok, like dancing and stuff. I was like, I cannot believe we're actually watching this like in real life, like right in front of us. It just, it was something that I'm so grateful that I am able to remember that I was super present for. And so not drinking at this event was like a total fucking win. And Mm -hmm. I do kind of want to talk about that a little bit because I know going into this VIP experience, like me and Dustin even had a conversation. He was like, are you nervous at all going into this? And I, it's funny because being three plus years into not drinking, I still have this little bit of doubt because I was like, 
thinking about the VIP experience, had no clue what it would be like. And I was like, well, what if there's just this like flip that like switches in me and all of a sudden I just decide to party, you know, and I didn't really know like what the environment would be like. And so I just was, I was nervous going into it. And I will say like, if you're somebody who is newly alcohol free or newly sober, this probably would have been a really challenging experience. Um, because there were even situations like we got free drink tickets with our VIP tickets. And so like we weren't using those free drink tickets. And then there was also the beer pong table set up. And there was another girl at the show who was like, do you guys want to like start a table with us? <laughs> and me and you were like, ah, we're good. Nope. Got to go to the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real quick. And had we been playing beer pong, we would not have made it to the front right away so um but also I was thinking about this because he had a couple times during the show where he invited people from the crowd up on stage to drink these ranch waters with him Mm -hmm. and so I'm like if he fucking looks at me and is like come up on the stage I'm gonna have to be like I don't drink you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) like that I would have done it for you I would have been like I what is what is the volunteers tribute? I volunteers tribute. <laughs> I would have shoved you up there for sure. And but then I were... probably would have thrown up halfway through chugging it because God knows I can't do that. So yeah, would have been a show. That's for well, sure. Well, and there was also the time too where um he lit up a joint on stage and he passed the joint out into the crowd. And now yeah. I'm not like sober to the point where I don't smoke. Like I probably would have taken it had he handed it to me. But he handed it to the person right next to me. And so I just if you're sober from all substances and like the guy on stage hands you a joint to smoke. I don't know. Like, what would you have done if you were trying to like avoid that sort of situation? So definitely there was like some tempting, challenging things at this experience. And so I just it's like, yes, the experience was great being alcohol free and not drinking. And you and I even were like, we aren't going to smoke at this point either because I was, I didn't need any substance. I was enjoying myself being basically pretty much sober. I smoked a little bit like while we were, before we went into the venue, but as soon as I was in there, I was like, I need nothing. I am high on life right now. That is exactly how I felt too, for sure. So I just, that's something that I kind of wanted to touch on because I, I even felt nervous going into it. And then there were all of these kind of temptations while I was there. So, you know, it sounds great to go to the concert sober, but if you're in that kind of early stage where you're not confident saying no, when you feel like you'll give in to peer pressure, this maybe wouldn't have been the best experience for you. I think it also matters though, who you go with, you know, like you went with me who's totally fine not drinking and thankful that you don't drink because like, yeah, I do drink, but I'm also totally okay with not drinking. And so like, it's helpful to go with somebody that's okay with being in that same mindset with you. And like, if anything were to have happened, like I knew that I could use myself to get you out of like the uncomfortable situation. You know what I mean? Um, And so like, just make sure that you, if you don't want to drink, take another friend that's not going to drink, you know, um, yeah. or take somebody that's just supportive of you not drinking because like 
I know you and just because I'm not completely alcohol free and you were like, I was nervous, you know, that something might switch in me. Like, I wouldn't have let you do that. Like, yes, you and I have definitely partied back in the day, but like that was when you were in your party mindset and like that was way before things, you know what I mean? But like knowing what your priorities are now and like the person you're trying to be, I would have been like, what the fuck are you doing, Haley? Like, yeah. no, this we're not doing this. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's not happening. Like, you know, I would have been there to support you and like help you stay on that right track. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And I will say it is so nice to just have you along with me on those experiences, even though you're not sober. I know you have my best interest in mind and then I know that you can experience those moments without drinking too. So I do appreciate that. If you're sober, get yourself a chronically ill best friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great combination. (laughs) It works out perfect. No, but I also want to note that like I was so thankful that I did that concert with you because as people may have seen on Instagram, the next day I was stuck at the airport for over seven hours I can't and that if happened. I would have been hung over for that, I I don't even know what I would have done. I would have been crying and throwing up in the bathroom all day long. Like yeah. it would have been a fucking mess. I was already miserable because I have a fucking chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And the whole entire time I was just like, I am so glad that I am not hung over. Totally. Like, and I just that's been all hungover. I could think the entire time. You were what? That's all I could think the entire time I was sitting there at the airport. This is like I would be so fucking more miserable if yeah. I would have gone to this with anybody else because I probably would have drank and I would have been fucking regretting it right now. So yeah, thank you to you for getting me out of that situation. Look at us. Little dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing I wanted to touch on too because – you know, like going to the show and fully experiencing that without drinking was phenomenal. But then I also think about leaving the show and the Mm. fact that we were fully like aware and conscious and actually able to get ourselves out of the concert safely because so we like left and we went to go get pizza because we had been standing there for hours, (laughs) like had starving yeah we had ate a few small bites before we went to the show but it was several hours before and then they had several blocks of the street closed down so we had to walk a ways to find our uber and then there was also like unhoused people where we were kind of standing waiting for our uber and we ha- we were approached a couple of times by these people asking for money and one mm-hmm. of the guys hung around and talked to us for a while but i just think if we had been drunk in that situation we would have been more unsafe you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't have been able to kind of navigate that conversation with that man while we were waiting for our uber to like where i felt safe enough you know it just I feel like things would have escalated quickly and we would not have gotten out of there safely we probably would have not been able to find our uber we probably would have been out until like 3 a.m too because I'm pretty sure everybody from the concert followed Mike to that club that he was going to afterwards and I was like our old selves we probably would have tried to do that too (laughs) Totally. And then we would have been out until 3 a.m. And we both had flights the next morning. So it was just like, oh, shit. Like, so glad I'm not in that life anymore. And it was actually very interesting to 
walk around that part of town sober at that time of night, like almost midnight pretty much, and like see the life that we used to live all the time and the life that we were now living in the whole entire time. I'm just like, I just can't wait to be in my bed. I don't know what the fuck your guys' priorities are, but they are definitely not the same as mine. <laughs> your one priority that has not shifted from your drinking days to your non-partying days is the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's so true. Pizza will be my number one thing I will want late at night, whether I'm sober or not. <laughs> you found it so quick, too. You were like, this is the place we're going. You pulled up the directions. We walked right there. We got the pizza. And also, like, the drunk people in line trying to talk to us. Like, oh, I was God. so thankful that, like, you were able to be like, I'm, I'm going to get my boyfriend to FaceTime us and get this guy the hell away from us. Because Yeah, this guy would not stop talking to us. And I was texting Steven, and I was like, hey. I'm going to FaceTime you really quick and use you to get this guy away from us. Because I knew once he knew that there was, like, another guy, he'd probably bounce. That's how men are when they're drunk, like, and when they're sober. Um, So I pulled Steven up on FaceTime, and I was like, hey, babe, what's up? And that guy literally just, like, whoop, turned around and was gone in, like, two seconds. I was like, thanks. Thanks for helping us out. I need to get better at just telling people to like leave me the fuck alone when I don't want to talk. Because well, how many times? To be how many times did I like hint at that guy too, though? That like, hey, I'm just like really not in the mood to like conversate. You did say like, that. I'm so tired. Like, yes, dude, get the fucking hint. I'm, yeah. We're not into this. But he was like clearly <laughs> drunk and just would not freaking stop talking. And I was like, yeah. go away. So. <laughs> And he could have very well been a nice person. No sh- hate to him, but that was just not the night we were trying to have. So no, no. I hope you found the right woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys can definitely stay tuned for our episode. We are going to record with Mike because it's happening. It's fucking um, happening. Also, we should totally send a follow up email. By the way. Okay. I yes. think. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll make it happen next week. Okay. Okay. So yeah, pay attention to when he has when he comes on as a guest. Um, and then we are going to rebrand our podcast into only interviewing celebrities. It's gonna become a whole thing. I'm just manifesting this right now, guys. (laughs) I'm just really trying to make this happen. (laughs) Trying to get Halsey on here, okay? Somebody help me get Halsey on our podcast. We're gonna get Halsey on. And then we're gonna get Caitlin. And then we're going to get Caitlin, the rapper that just toured with Russ, if you don't know who we're talking about. She's awesome. She said she would come on, but she's been crazy fucking busy. So obviously I don't blame her for not getting back to us. She's on tour. Um, But yeah. And then pay attention, of course, for us coming to the Seattle Mike show. We're going to be posting about that too, I'm sure. So another another reel will probably get created from that show. (laughs) Yeah. And if you guys have done concerts sober or alcohol free and you've had a good experience doing it, we'd actually love to hear from you in our DMs so that we can share that with our listeners Uh, and DM Mike and tell him to come on Social Soul Podcast. We could use reinforcement for making this actually happen. I don't want him to forget that he said yes to us. Um, Yeah. So stay tuned for that. All right. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Social Soul Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.